Hi, and welcome back to another episode of the Candy Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Castle. My passion is to inspire you to be everything you want to be, big or small. It doesn't matter. You can be that. Hypnosis. Hypnosis is the conversation that we're going to have today. How do you even define hypnosis? What is it? Do you have some stories that you've told yourself about what hypnosis is? And is it based on reality or just the stories that you have heard from maybe a Vegas show or something hokey? I have a friend with me. Her name is Janet Karam, and she started providing hypnosis as a therapy about a year, year and a half ago. And I know of some friends whose lives she has changed helping them get past the limiting beliefs that they had, the stories that they had told or that were buried deep in their mind that kept them from being all that they could be. And after going through some sessions with her, it's like taking the governor off. And now they are able to experience life fully without all of those stories that were stuck in their heads telling them they could not be. So I am excited for you to hear more about what is hypnosis and how it could possibly help you. So let's get started on today's episode with Janet Karam talking about hypnosis. She is a uh, therapist with uh, TexomaHypnosis.com. You have to check her out, but listen to the episode first. Thank you, Janet, so much for joining me on the Canby podcast. I have heard just from several mutual friends how your work has really helped them. It's just really freed them. Almost, um, well, we'll just leave it at there. It's just really freed them to better understand themselves, uh, to better understand what's been holding them back. And just giving them the freedom to be themselves. So would you explain to the audience, though, I know um, you do do hypnotherapy. Is that Mm -hmm. that said correctly? Yes, you can call it hypnosis or hypnotherapy. I just want to say, though, I'm not a licensed therapist. So, um, but it is a hypnosis for a therapeutic goal. So, and I'll, and I'll, I'll tell you what my perception of what you do is, and then you can correct me just in case my perceptions, what someone else's is also, but uh, yes, tell, tell us what it is specifically you do. And then I'll tell you what my, how I summarize that in my head. So others can maybe it either resonates and you can correct us and tell us we're wrong, or you can say, yeah, that's what I do. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, great. Yeah. So, you know, you and I are having a conversation right now and we're using our uh, our thinking minds is how I like to describe it. And when hypnosis, it's it's going down to the deeper emotional mind and we don't always check in with ourselves emotionally. And what I what I really have come to think about it is is when you know, when someone's in hypnosis, it's going to a deeper place in their um in their conscience. So I know there's, you know, there's conscious, unconscious, consciousness, subconscious. We talk about all of that, but I'm talking about conscience, you know, like 
clear your conscience or you have that inner voice or something that tells you, you know, you should or shouldn't do something. But a lot of the times we tune that part of us out and we just um, are automated in our behaviors. So we tend to repeat the same behaviors over and over again, even if they're not working for us any longer, even if our conscious is saying, "Mm, that's not really the direction I want to go anymore. And so I'm helping people tune into that part of themselves so they can hear that inner part of themselves better. So what I like to say is I'm not, it's not about me. I'm not doing anything. I don't have any control over anybody or anything like that. I'm just helping people build the better relationship with themselves. Love it. So here's what I was going to ask. So to me, well, number one, how is hypnosis different than deep meditation? Well, it's a similar state. So in both states, you're going to go to, um, if you're in a light meditative state, then you're in an alpha brainwave state. If, um, and, and that can be conducive for hypnosis. Sometimes that's as deep as someone can go or is willing to go. Um, but in hypnosis, they can go to, and in meditation, they can go to a deeper theta brainwave state. So it's and really slowing T-H- down. That's T-H-E-T-A, right? Theta brain. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and the way we can put that in perspective, you know, when we're studying, when we're working, um, that's beta, you know. Um, mm-hmm. So theta brainwave state is actually, it's the, the part of our childhood where it's like zero to seven, we're sponging in everything from our environment. Nobody has to tell us certain things. We just get it by osmosis, right? So in hypnosis, it's very much of a allowing um, for the suggestions to sink in. Does that make sense? It's yeah. what somebody already wants in a beta state and they're aware of what they want, but the body is doing something else. So there's also this misalignment. The The body is going one way and the mind is going the other. So hypnosis is kind of like going to get your car aligned, you know, getting your wheels aligned for your car. And so you're getting, you're getting everything moving in the same direction so that your mind and your body are going in the same direction instead of this tug of war that can otherwise happen. I love it. So when you're sleeping though, do you, what, what is your, I mean, do you get to any of these levels in your sleep? naturally yeah so so you you pass through what's called a hypnagogic state every time that you fall asleep and every time that you wake up um it's that kind of state where it's like oh i gotta go to the bathroom you know (laughs) but you just sleep you know you just stay in bed because you're and then you fall in and out of sleep so everybody's experienced that um and also when you're falling asleep when you're your body starts to really go into a deeply relaxed state. In hypnosis, that happens too. Your body is in this deeply relaxed state, but we pass through that um, as we're falling asleep and as we're waking up, this hypnagogic state, which is very much what hypnosis is like, that hypnagogic state. So when you fall asleep, you go into theta during some of your sleep cycles, and then you go delta 
um, is, you know, deep sleep. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, um, I mean, I've, I've come in a couple of times and, um, in, in, and we worked, worked through several different scenarios. And I think, I mean, for me, it was, it was a limiting belief. It was, it was a governor. I knew I was putting on myself that kept me from, you know, fully, maximizing my capacity for lack of a mm-hmm. better word. And, you know, and there's just so many stories that we tell ourselves just from past history. And maybe it's, um, you know, hearing all your entire life that, um, gosh, I can't even think of some examples right now, but, you know, I, I grew up in a home where perfectionism, like if you're going to do it, you got to do it right. So don't start anything unless you know, we, you know, like all of these, these things that you hear and it's being recorded. And, and sometimes I don't even know what those things are that are limiting me from taking the chance or moving forward. Um, those right. are some of the things that you help people uncover, right? Oh, definitely. Definitely. So it's so multifaceted um, what what our potential is and the limits that we put on ourselves. Um, so my mind is kind of going in different directions on this. But, you know, a lot of the times we're, we're wanting to move forward towards something, but we have a limiting belief or it can be a limiting emotion. Mm. Um, you know, it could be like a fear of public speaking, for example, or, you know, a a lot of people come for all all different kinds of addictions. So, you know, with addictions, it might be saying, well, I can't, it it has nothing to do with conditioning. Um, It has to do with their own messages that they're telling themselves over and over. Well, I can't do this. And at the same time, the more that we repeat a behavior, over and over again, it's like we're hypnotizing ourselves, right? So we're, we're repeating the same suggestion to ourselves in a negative sense over and over and over again. And we really believe it that we can't get out of this hole, whether it's conditioning or whether it's, you know, an addiction that maybe we started a lot of the times in our teens or, mm-hmm. you know, really young in life. And at, at some point, um, you know, there was a, there was a positive intention of why that habit started in the first place. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes there can be a very positive association that towards something that becomes a very negative and destructive for ourselves. So by the time people come in here, they're, they're ripe and ready usually to make a change, Mm -hmm. but they don't necessarily know how to make it. And that's why hypnosis can happen. It can be very life-changing. And again, it doesn't have anything to do with me. It has to do with the motivation level and it has to do with how sick and tired they are of being sick and tired, stealing that from a 12 step program. But yes, you know, it's like, well, and I don't want to think of it as a hack, right? I mean, like we could do the hard work ourselves but it mm-hmm. might take years and years and years right. to really uncover why we have that habit or why we yeah. have that limiting belief or limiting emotion. We yeah. could we could we could do the work and uncover it, but what why not? Why not let you help us guide and guide us to yeah. discovering what it is that's causing that? And yes. so um 
Yeah. Well, it's, sorry. Um, I just want to elaborate on that point a little bit. You bring up a really good point. And sometimes, um, sometimes it can be that you're actually very aware of what it is and where it stemmed from, but you cannot just using your thinking mind, you cannot get mm-hmm. past it. I, I had a trauma that I experienced when I was only 13 years old and it was that way for me. And what, what the lasting thing for me was the shame around that incident. And um, it didn't matter how many times I talked about mm-hmm. everything around that incident, the shame never left. And so it's like, I just was like, why, you know, mm-hmm. um, but it was what got me onto hypnosis so much as I saw, I was ripe and ready and I saw how quickly and immediately I was relieved of that shame and that shame has never returned since. So can I explain that? Not necessarily. Not with your mind. (laughs) So just like, I just know it works and it has to do with going into that emotional um, part of ourselves and releasing that emotion. But it's so gentle the way that it happens. And it happens through metaphor and imagery because the emotional part of our mind doesn't work in words it it works in symbols and pictures and dream like metaphors and all this so I when I'm doing the hypnosis get people in that state where their imagination kicks in and where they start to have new associations and the associations that they had that were negative towards something positive or positive towards something negative gets forever shifted for some people in a very short amount of time so do you when they're in that stage help them reframe that oh yeah or do you do you do have the ability to do that right um yeah it yeah yeah I have I have them you know a lot of the times I'll use something like um to help them dissociate from whatever the memory is and and I I'm very liberal with how I let people go back to what they need to go back to because only, you know, it's like, I'm not smarter than someone's subconscious mind. They're going to know where they need to go. And so it's kind of giving someone permission to go where they need to go and then extract the meaning. So a lot of the times why, why we hang on to things is because we haven't extracted the meaning that we need from that experience yet. So with hypnosis, it's like, oh, well, we're going back as an adult to something that we experienced as a child with all of the wisdom that we have now. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the times there's a healing that happens with that childlike part of ourselves that then we can start to reparent ourselves. We can start to take care of ourselves and bring that wounded part of ourselves forward. So I do a lot of inner child kind of work with. That's what I was going to ask you. So so are there times where you have the adult child talk or the adult talk to their inner child at that moment and really give them what it is that they felt like they were missing at that moment. Oh yeah. Yeah. I have them scoop them up in their arms and give them a big hug and, you know, and say I'm proud of you or whatever it is that they needed. Whatever that they didn't. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And I, I like, you know, let them have that conversation in a quiet. So I'm quiet while I let them kind of have that bonding inner bonding. What about, um, someone who lost a loved one? You know, I think about, um, I think about my father 
I think I have permission from him to talk about this. But my grandfather, I, I really firmly believe that my dad always wanted to hear from his dad that his dad was proud of him. And my grandfather died before that ever happened. However, I know my grandpa felt that way with his actions. And so would it be there, would it be um, where you could take them back and help them realize that though they didn't say it, they really meant it. And through these actions, they were showing you, even though it, the words never came out of their mind, because I know that that would make my dad feel so good for him to know my grandpa was proud of him. He just didn't have the words to say. Is that something that could be addressed through hypnosis? Oh, yeah. Yeah. All all the time. That happens more than I ever thought that it would happen. So I've worked with a lot of people that have um, lost loved ones. Um, and even if that's not what they were originally coming in for, it's something that comes up. I know it came up for me. Um, so we I'm not uh, I'm not a ghost whisperer or anything like that, but I do help people connect with deceased loved ones and it's in their imagination and it feels incredibly real. I had that happen in my own personal hypnosis. hypnosis. It was as if, you know, as if my grandpa was Mm -hmm. there and it's as vivid to me now as it was when I experienced that, if it makes sense. So it just needs to happen on the emotional level, that kind of healing. Yeah. Well, and I think it's just um, not to get all nerdy, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, our brain does not know time. It doesn't know the difference between someone that's alive or dead. If we, you know, if we put that picture in our minds and um, except as the present. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's important what we say to ourselves, you know, I, it, it's funny when somebody comes in and they're, they're talking, cause there's always the talk part and you've experienced that there's the talk part before the hypnosis part. Mm-hmm. And um, that's when you kind of get a glimpse into how people are talking to themselves and, and whether they're being self-critical of themselves. And oftentimes it's very unconscious. Like they don't, they don't realize what they're saying to themselves. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, try I wasn't not to yawning for you. I wasn't yawning. That's my oxygen. I'm getting my oxygen. <laughs> oh, I distracted okay. you. I know I distracted yeah. you when I did that. So no, That's it's, okay. not you. it's not you. <laughs> yes. Um, well, I here here's the thing that comes to my mind. And as the listeners are listening and the listeners are all over the United States, and so to to me, it sounds like the experience is only as good as the guide. So how do you find someone like you, Janet? I mean, like, how do you know you're working with someone who's gentle and kind and caring and and has respect for your client? Is it a client relationship or patient relationship? Client, right? Client, yeah. Okay. How do they, how do they know if they're, they're, they're working with someone who's legitimate or do you do work by zoom or. Uh, Oh, I work by zoom. Yeah. So I, you know, I can see people anywhere in the world um, through zoom, but in general, um, most, most hypnotherapists, hypnotists um, offer a free consultation, which I do. Um, 
some people are just ready to book, you know, they don't want to do the consultation, but other people are, well, haven't done it before, don't really know. And, you know, I need to make sure sometimes that will be a good fit, you know, right. whether, um, because it's not going to work if somebody thinks that um, they can just get hypnotized and they don't have to make a change or have any motivation to make a change. It's mm-hmm. not going to work. So it's, the experience is in part for the hypnotherapist. Um, and I think you can find out a lot during that 20, 30 minute consultation that most do that provide that for free. Um, and that can be by zoom as well, or a phone call or in person. Um, my, my business, I do like to do, um, in, in person, you know, I like to be a service to the local community because, um, I'm just really passionate about bringing an alternative modality to our area. Um, And I I think there's a big, there's a big need for it. So um, I'm really passionate about help helping the local people and having them come in in person. If you're local, for sure, you need to come in in person and it's worth the drive. If you're a driving distance, if it's flying distance, that might be a little more difficult, but that's right. That's that's when we do the Zoom. And Zoom is incredibly effective. It's just as effective as um, that. You know, I, I my hypnotherapist is in California, to give you an idea. I've met, never met her in person, and she has helped me have these amazing, um, life-changing things. And it's, it's been the same way in my practice. That's what I've experienced is that my, my clients that have it come in have, you know, benefited just the same. I love it. Well, yeah. Janet, I'm just so thrilled that you're here providing this service to our community. I think people are ready. I think people are really um, more serious about really understanding who they are and why they are the way they are. And if there's things about themselves that they don't like, that they do have the power within to make the changes. And just sometimes you need a little help. Um, yeah. So the, the service that you provide in our area, and I'm so proud of you because I know that this was one of those decisions that you made um, during a time in your life where there's just a lot of changes going on. So it was yes. really bold of you to do this. And um, Thank you. <laughs> it, was. it was bold. And so for you to do this and, you know, getting back into real estate and, and serving clients, I know it's given you probably a lot of clarity on how you want to serve clients in the real estate world, just going through this whole experience. And then, golly, your artwork is just, um, it's so fun to see how it's evolved and changed over time as well. But you just, do beautiful work. you just do beautiful work. And I just, I, I'm honored to call you friend. Thank you. I feel the same way about you, Michelle. Very honored to be your friend. Mm-hmm. But I wanted, I just wanted others. I, I just wanted, I just wanted my candy community to know who you are and where to find you. So can you tell them how to find you if they're not local or even if they are local? Yeah, either way. Um, so my address for locals is 223 South Travis Street in Sherman, right downtown, just one block south of the courthouse. Um of the square. And, um, I have my 
my website is Texoma Hypnosis. So people can click for a free consultation on there and I can, you know, we can do Zoom anywhere in the world, literally. Um, And I help people with all different kinds of things, you know, Um, whether they're moving away from something or wanting to move towards something that they're noticing a lack of something. Um, It's just really endless when it comes to self-improvement, what hypnosis can be used as a tool for. So I appreciate you very much. I appreciate your open-mindedness of coming in and seeing me and then getting the word out there for, um, for our community. So um, yeah, thank you very much. Well, I'm coming back in again too. I'm going to work through some of these um, limiting beliefs around being enough and the perfectionism and all of that good stuff. So that'd be great. We'll, and I'd love we'll for you to see my new space. Yep. Yes. That too. All right. Well, all right. thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I um, it, thank you audience for tuning in for the another episode of the Canby podcast. Please share this information. Janet really does amazing work. And hypnosis is not something everybody is familiar with, or maybe they have um, a story they've told themselves about what hypnosis is all about, but now you know. So share this information with others, because I really firmly believe that um, the world could be a better place if people were um, ready to just be all that they are and not have any restrictions, any past stories they told themselves that limit them from that and leave a review share, um, and subscribe. So you get another notice as soon as we release another Canby podcast. They release every Tuesday. So mark your calendar and be on the lookout. Thank you so much audience for being here. And Janet, thank you. Thank you, Michelle. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.